Hello, everyone. This is Margaret Dixon on Page Turners at WTBR FM 89.7 Pittsfield. We're going to be reading something a little different today called The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. And it's not quite horror like we've been reading before, but it has some creepy parts to it. Now, it was first published in 1906, and although it's not nearly as well-known today as it should be, it's had an influence on many famous writers such as J.R.R. Tolkien, H.P. Lovecraft, Neil Gaiman, Ursula K. Le Guin, and several others I'm probably forgetting right now, but I think it's a, it would be a shame to let it be forgotten, so I'm doing my part to share it with people. And without further ado, a message from our sponsor, and then the gods of Bagana. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. It's a whole new way of life. Well, let's hear it. Support for WTBR comes from MyCom Federal Credit Union, 101 Fen Street in Pittsfield where their mission is to continue to promote the principle of people helping people while providing services that meet the diverse and ever-changing needs of their membership. MyCom Federal Credit Union, online at mycomcu.org. And do you need help heating your home? Berkshire Community Action Council may be able to help. The Fuel Assistance Program is accepting new applications beginning November 1st. This program assists with your primary heating source, including all heating types. Once you're eligible for fuel assistance, you're also eligible for a discount on your electric bill. Go to bcacinc.org for more information. Preface. In the mists before the beginning, fate and chance cast lots to decide whose the game should be. And he that won strode through the mists of Maniyud Sushai and said, Now make gods for me, for I have won the cast and the game is to be mine. Who it was that won the cast, and whether it was fate or whether a chance that went through the mists before the beginning to Mana Yudzushai, none knoweth. Introduction Before there stood gods upon Olympus, or ever Allah was Allah, had wrought and rested Mana Yudzushai. There are in Pagana, Mung and Sish and Kib, and the maker of all small gods, who is Mana Yudzushai. Moreover, we have a faith in Run and Slid. And it has been said of old that all things that have been were wrought by the small gods, excepting only Manayud Sushai, who made the gods and hath thereafter rested. And none may pray to Manayud Sushai, but only the gods whom he hath made. But at the last will Manayud Sushai forget to rest, and will make again new gods and other worlds, and will destroy the gods whom he hath made. And the gods in the world shall depart, and there shall be only Mana Yud Sushai. This is getting interesting so far. Uh, we have the creator of the worlds and gods, and he's gonna get rid of them after he's tired of them and just make new ones and... I mean, he's a god. I guess he's free to do that. Let's see what the gods he makes are like. For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon on Page Turner's reading The Gods of Pagana. Of Skarl, the drummer. 
When Manayud Sushai had made the gods and Skarl, Skarl made a drum and began to beat upon it that he might drum forever. Then, because he was weary after the making of the gods and because of the drumming of Skarl, did Manayud Sushai grow drowsy and fall asleep. And there fell a hush upon the gods when they saw that Mana rested, and there was silence on Pagana, save for the drumming of Skarl. Skarl sitteth upon the mist before the feet of Mana Yudzushai, above the gods of Pagana, and there he beateth his drum. Some say that the worlds and the suns are but the echoes of the drumming of Skarl, and others say that they be dreams that arise in the mind of Mana because of the drumming of Skarl, as one may dream whose rest is troubled by sound of song. But none knoweth, for who hath heard the voice of Maniutsushai, or who hath seen his drummer? Whether the season be winter, or whether it be summer, whether it be morning among the worlds, or whether it be night, Skarl still beateth his drum, for the purposes of the gods are not yet fulfilled. Sometimes the arm of Skarl grows weary, but still he beateth his drum, that the gods may do the work of the gods, and the worlds go on. For if he cease for an instant, then Manayud Sushai will start awake, and there will be worlds nor gods no more. But when at last the arm of Skarl shall cease to beat his drum, silence shall startle Pagana like thunder in a cave, and Manayud Sushai shall cease to rest. Then shall Skarl put his drum upon his back and walk forth into the void beyond the worlds, because it is the end and the work of Skarl is over. There may arise some other god whom Skarl may serve, or it may be that he shall perish, but to Skarl it shall matter not, for he shall have done the work of Skarl. Skarl sounds like an interesting guy. He just wants to play his drum all day. And he's happy doing it, it seems. If only we could all be that happy as Skarl and his drum. Let's see what the rest of the gods are like. For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon reading The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. Of the Making of the Worlds when Mana Yudzushai had made the gods, there were only the gods, and they sat in the middle of time, for there was as much time before them as behind them, which having no end, had neither a beginning. And Pagana was without heat, or light, or sound, save for the drumming of Skarl. Moreover, Pagana was the middle of all, for there was below Pagana what there was above it, and there lay before it that which lay beyond. Then said the gods, making the signs of the gods, and speaking with their hands, lest the silence of Pagana should blush. Then said the gods to one another, speaking with their hands, Let us make worlds to amuse ourselves, while Mana rests. Let us make worlds, and life, and death, and colors in the sky. Only let us not break the silence upon Pagana. Then raising their hands, each god according to his sign. They made the worlds and the suns, and put a light in the houses of the sky. Then said the gods, 
Let us make one to seek, to seek and never to find out concerning the wherefore of the making of the gods. And they made by the lifting of their hands each god according to his sign, the bright one with the flaring tail to seek from the end of the worlds to the end of them again, to return again after a hundred years. Man, when thou seest the comet, know that another seeketh besides thee, nor ever findeth out. Then said the gods, still speaking with their hands, Let there be now a watcher to regard. And they made the moon, with his face wrinkled with many mountains and worn with a thousand valleys, to regard with pale eyes the games of the small gods, and to watch throughout the resting time of Mana Yud Sushai, to watch, to regard all things, and be silent. Then said the gods, Let us make one to rest, one not to move among the moving, one not to seek like the comet, nor to go round like the worlds, to rest while Mana rests. And they made the star of the abiding, and set it in the north. Man, when thou seest the star of the abiding to the north, know that one resteth as doth Maniyud Sushai, and know that somewhere among the worlds is rest. Lastly, the god said, We have made worlds and suns, and one to seek, and another to regard. Let us now make one to wonder. And they made earth to wonder, each god by the uplifting of his hand according to his sign. And earth was. Of the Game of the Gods A million years passed over the first game of the gods, and Manayud Sushai still rested, still in the middle of time, and the gods still played with worlds. The moon regarded, and the bright one sought, and returned again to his seeking. Then Kib grew weary of the first game of the gods, and raised his hand in Pagana, making the sign of Kib, and earth became covered with beasts for Kib to play with, and Kib played with beasts. But the other gods said one to another, speaking with their hands, What is it that Kib has done? And they said to Kib, What are these things that move upon the earth, yet move not in circles like the worlds, that regard like the moon, and yet they do not shine? And Kib said, This is life. But the gods said one to another, If Kib has thus made beasts, he will in time make men, and will endanger the secret of the gods. And Mung was jealous of the work of Kib, and sent down death among the beasts, but could not stamp them out. A million years passed over the second game of the gods, and still it was the middle of time. And Kib grew weary of the second game, and raised his hand in the middle of all, making the sign of Kib, and made men. Out of beasts he made them, and earth was covered with men. Then the gods feared greatly for the secret of the gods, and set a veil between man and his ignorance that he might not understand. And Mung was busy among men. But when the other gods saw Kib playing his new game, they came and played it too. And this they will play until Mana arises to rebuke them, saying, 
What do ye plain with worlds and sons and men and life and death? And they shall be ashamed of their plain in the hour of the laughter of Mana Yudzushai. It was Kib who first broke the silence of Pagana by speaking with his mouth like a man. And all the other gods were angry with Kib that he had spoken with his mouth. And there was no longer silence in Pagana or the worlds. The Chant of the Gods There came the voice of the gods singing the chant of the gods, singing, We are the gods. We are the little games of Mana Yudzushai that he hath played and hath forgotten. Mana Yudzushai hath made us, and we made the worlds and the suns. And we play with the worlds and the sun and life and death, until Mana arises to rebuke us, saying, What do ye plain with worlds and suns? It is a very serious thing that there be worlds and suns, and yet most withering is the laughter of Mana Yudzushai. And when he arises from resting at the last and laughs at us for playing with worlds and suns, we will hastily put them behind us, and there shall be worlds no more. Man, don't you hate it when your kids create a whole universe while you're taking a nap? Gotta sympathize with Manitsushai there. All right, let's see what else they have to offer us. In Pagana. For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon reading The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. The Sayings of Kib, sender of life in all the worlds. Kib said, I am Kib. I am none other than Kib. Kib is Kib. Kib is he and no other. Believe, Kib said. When time was early, when time was very early indeed, there was only Maniyud Sushai. Maniyud Sushai was before the beginning of the gods, and shall be after their going. And Kib said, After the going of the gods, there will be no small worlds, nor big. Kib said, It will be lonely for Maniyud Sushai. Because this is written, believe. For is it not written, or are you greater than Kib? Kib is Kib. Concerning Sish, the destroyer of hours. Time is the hound of Sish. At Sish's bidding do the hours run before him as he goeth upon his way. Never hath Sish stepped backward, nor ever hath he tarried. Never hath he relented to the things that once he knew, nor turned to them again. Before Sish is Kib, and behind him goeth Mung. Very pleasant are all things before the face of Sish, but behind him they are withered and old. And Sish goeth ceaselessly upon his way. Once the gods walked upon earth as men walk and spake with their mouths like men. That was in Warnath Mavai. They walk not now. And Warnath Mavai was a garden fairer than all the gardens upon earth. Kib was proprietus, and Mung raised not his hand against it, neither did Sish assail it with his hours. Warnath Mavai lieth in a valley and looketh towards the south, and on the slopes of it Sish rested among the flowers when Sish was young. 
Thence, Sish went forth into the world to destroy its cities and to provoke his hours to assail all things and to batter against them with the rust and with the dust. And time, which is the hound of Sish, devoured all things. And Sish sent up the ivy and fostered weeds and dust fell from the hand of Sish and covered stately things. Only the valley where Sish rested when he and time were young did Sish not provoke his hours to assail. There he restrained his old hound time, and at its borders Mung withheld his footsteps. Warnath Mavai still lieth looking towards the south, a garden among gardens, and still the flowers grow about its slopes as they grew when the gods were young, and even the butterflies live in Warneth Mavai still, for the minds of the gods relent towards their earliest memories, who relent not otherwise at all. Warnath Mavai still lieth looking towards the south, but if thou shouldst ever find it, thou art then more fortunate than the gods, because they walk not in Warnath Mavai now. Once did the prophet think that he discerned it in the distance beyond mountains, a garden exceeding fair with flowers. But Sish arose and pointed with his hand, and set his hound to pursue him, who hath followed ever since. Time is the hound of the gods, but it hath been said of old that he will one day turn upon his masters and seek to slay the gods, excepting only Manayutsushai, whose dreams are the gods themselves, dreamed long ago. That's about all the time we have left for today. This isn't a long book, but it's still too long for an entire half hour, so we're going to be doing this in multiple episodes. But hopefully you've enjoyed Gods of Pagana so far, and hopefully you're looking forward to hearing more. I certainly enjoy reading it to you. And this is Margaret Dixon on Page Turners on WTBRFM 89.7 Pittsfield. And I look forward to reading to you again next time.